Two weeks into the NFL season, just who is the Dynasty RB2? All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com backslash locked on NFL. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I am superb. How about you? I got my uh, Steelers on Thursday night, so I got kind of a strange week here, but squashing a lot in quick and then kick back and watch them and then do a bunch after that, of course. That will be a good one. The Steelers and the Browns. The Browns coming off just one of the worst losses you will ever see. And honestly, all the blame goes to them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They did not deserve to win that game. Terrible, terrible management. In week two, we'll see what the Steelers can do. Uh, And and it is Wednesday. This is the point where we start looking ahead at next week, um, kind, kind of leave the previous week in the rearview mirror and start looking forward. On Wednesdays, we talk dynasty player value. Uh, we do uh, we do dynasty value studies on here. We talk updated ADP. We'll have that for you very soon. Today, though, we're we're just going to talk some general dynasty player value, and and I think early in the season is probably when you see player value change more than any other time. Uh, I posted a series of of questions on Twitter the other day, Matt, and got a ton of responses, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on these questions as well. Um, and and that'll, that'll kind of be the focus of today's show, okay. just where are we today, now two weeks into the season, where are we with some of these different uh, – different positions across the dynasty fantasy football landscape. And we'll start as we usually do at the quarterback position. We've seen very good starts, start to the starts to the season for Josh Allen, for Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. And if you look back at, uh, at our September ADP, uh, which was collected at dynasty league football before the season started, those were the top four guys. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of to be expected. Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, Lamar. Those guys are kind of locked in at the top. After that, it gets a little a little iffy, though. We've uh, Kyler Murray, I think, through two down through two games. We've seen some ups and downs. Same can be said for Joe Burrow. Those guys were five and six entering the season. Uh, Jalen Hurts was seven. He has been. Uh, amazing through two games, especially that Monday night game where he just uh, had his way with with the Vikings defense. Um, past that, you can't really make an argument for really anybody else. We've seen uh, like Fields you know, we and Lance about don't count anymore. Right. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Field and Lance both losing value for different reasons uh, and and similar reasons, honestly, as well. Russell Wilson. Uh, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, some of those veterans uh, who were uh, either in that QB1 range or close to it, 
those guys are, are probably losing value off to a little bit of a slow start. So we've really got three candidates here when we're asking the question, who is the quarterback five in dynasty? I think it's got to be Burrow, Hertz, or uh, or Kyler, or Kyler yeah. Murray. So is it is it Jalen Hurts for you? I know you've I know you've uh, not been the biggest fan of Hurts. You've had some questions. Yeah. Has he answered those questions through two weeks? Um, one other name to throw out there that's not in the equation: Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I think Lawrence could go past the Wilsons and Rogers and those type of guys. But yes. you know, we need to see a lot more. That's putting the cart before the horse. Just wanted to throw one more name out there. Not that he's in this conversation. I think Burrow's third of those three for me. I mean, the running obviously has a lot to do with it. I don't think that coaching staff in Cincinnati is very strong at all. And actually, I would say the same about Arizona. I mean, of teams that have been winning games and going to playoffs lately, they may be my least two favorite coaching staffs and trust factors big picture. You know, the the Bengals are very predictable. I don't like how the Cardinals Uh are built. I mean, Murray showed the other day when he ran around for 20 seconds that he's yeah. an unbelievable talent, and don't ever forget that. But I think I am going to put Hertz there as, as QB5. His surroundings are wonderful. Um, my big concerns with him were, as everyone, you know, can he win from the pocket yeah. time and time again? And he's gotten a lot better. You know, like, I'm not afraid to say... I was wrong about doubting him. I mean, I seeing what I saw up to that point, I have no problem doing it, but he's gotten better. I'll gladly accept that, and I love his supporting cast. I like his coach, his front office, his O-line. They clearly will have even more resources in the draft next year to put more around them if they need to. So I think he's what you want. Yeah, and, and you definitely were not alone mm-hmm. in, in doubting Jalen Hurts. I mean, we, we had plenty of reasons to do that, uh, namely the, the coaching staff and the leadership in Philadelphia seemed unwilling to commit to him um, on a long-term basis, and, and that feels like it's changing, uh, which, is, uh, which is changing really the, the views of many dynasty players who did have some doubts and some concerns about Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think I'm with you. I think I'm ready to move him up to five. I think I think Hertz has to be the guy. Um, if, if you were worried about uh, does that does that Eagles team try to upgrade the quarterback spot? I mean, it's it's becoming you know so obvious when we see guys like Hertz and Fields and and so many others. It's so hard to find uh, not just a an elite quarterback, but it's just hard to find a capable quarterback in the NFL. Mm. And um, if you, if you get a guy like Jalen hurts, you, you don't want to give him up thinking you can upgrade very easily. So I think, uh, I think hurts is there to stay for the long haul. And, and that security is uh, just another thing that's helping him to gain value in dynasty leagues. So let's, let's dig a little deeper here. If we've got, uh, Let's say Hertz, Burrow, and Kyler, uh, in whatever order, yeah. are five, six, and seven. I think you, you're definitely right on Trevor Lawrence that he belongs next in the conversation, uh, probably at the quarterback eight spot. Uh, yeah. In that uh, in that recent ADP, he was down at quarterback eleven. He was behind Dak Prescott, who uh, started off slowly and then had the uh, 
the two month injury. So he, his value is, is going the wrong direction. Russell Wilson's value going oh. the wrong direction as well. After Lawrence, is it Deshaun Watson? That's what I was going to say. That the is next guy? Watson might be over Lawrence for me still. Okay. So, so eight and nine are going to be Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson. Um, and I think you're right. You've you've got to put you got to put Lawrence over, uh, you know, over Dak, over Russell yeah, Wilson, yeah. over well over there. Lance. Yeah. Right. We we know the situation. He's he's coming back in uh, in a couple months, basically at this point. And as we've said on here so many times, if you don't want that guy on your fantasy roster, we certainly understand that. But we're talking value, and uh, you're looking. You're looking both short-term and long-term when you're talking dynasty value at this part of the year. I think I think uh, Deshaun Watson is the next guy in line. Strangely, that, his stock's it, going up comparatively because the people around him are crumbling a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Almost, almost by default, he's gaining value. If those guys are, um, I think we're at eight and nine. Maybe I said seven or eight. I think those are eight and nine. Yeah. I don't even know who would be ten right now. I you know. know? Um, maybe, maybe it's Tua. What about Tua, Matt? Hmm. Boy, I love the system. Boy, you love the receivers. I know it's two weeks in and he just went crazy, but I still have some doubts about the player. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know that I could go yeah, that high. No, that's, that's understandable. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I would do fields over him, but boy, I, mean, I don't love that either. Homer Williamson. What about Pickett? You at least need to see him play first, don't you? Yeah, yeah, we, we got to see him play. But, um, I mean, I, I posed the question on Twitter, and I posed the question to you, who is the quarterback five? Maybe the better question is, who is the quarterback ten? Yeah, right. Uh, because our options, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Tua Tungavaloa, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, ugh, right. all going the wrong direction right now. I'm not suggesting they're in this conversation, but... Long shots, Winston or Wentz? Well, both uh, both have gained some yeah. value early this season. Uh, and even even guys like uh, like Joe Flacco. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're not really right. looking at him as a dynasty as a dynasty guy. guy, but I mean, he's he's producing. He uh, Jared Goff right. is one. producing as well. So, um, just just a crazy situation when it comes to our current quarterback landscape out there when we come back we're going to have these same conversations at the running back and wide receiver positions as you gear up for fall you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders linkedin jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free hey i'm a team builder i mean that's what i do for a living that's my my passion with football LinkedIn LinkedIn jobs without a question would be my source to build such a team if I was looking for a job and hey I'm really happy with what I'm doing but if someone out there wants to give me a bazillion dollars to talk football you can find me on LinkedIn jobs I have a profile so check that out Um, create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over get this 810 million people then add your job and the purple 
hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easier to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one on delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So here's what you do. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know nearly every week about 40 million job seekers finish, visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Matt, we narrowed down Jalen Hurts as the quarterback five. We have no idea who the quarterback 10 is, but let's talk about the running back position. Jonathan Taylor is the RB1 in Dynasty. I think almost everyone would agree with that. But on Twitter, I ask, who is the Dynasty RB2? I'm going to ask you the same question, Matt. Let me give you some options, though, as you think about it. Uh, Currently on that ADP, that preseason Dynasty ADP, DeAndre Swift was the RB2. And I will say he got a lot of mentions uh, when it came to answering that question. He's looked very strong through two weeks, but he's also gotten banged up, which is probably the main concern if you are uh, a Swift doubter out there. Uh, You've got Najee Harris, who was the RB3 in our ADP. He did not get very many mentions at all. Uh, Neither did the RB4, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Neither of those were popular answers now through a couple weeks. Neither have particularly looked uh, looked good. You know, McCaffrey was solid in week two, but uh, neither have uh, matched what we've seen from them previously in the league. Javante Williams was the RB5. He was a popular choice. And, Matt, I think probably the most – the answer that I saw the most in response to that question, who is the dynasty RB two? It's a little bit of a cheating answer, I guess you could say, but it was Bijan Robinson. Yeah. The running back from the university of Texas uh, expected to be uh, a big part and a big part of that 2023 rookie class. One of the reasons why we love those picks and a very good chance of being the one Oh one rookie pick in those drafts. Uh, And, I mean, if you're in a Devy league, I guess you can say that he's the dynasty RB two. That it's it's a it gets a little little muddy when you're right. It gets a little muddy when you're talking about a typical dynasty league. But let me let me start with this conversation. If you could right now, two weeks into the 2022 season, if you could trade any running back in the league outside of Jonathan Taylor for what you knew would be the 101 rookie pick in 2023 guaranteed to be the 101 would you do that would you trade DeAndre Swift or Najee Harris or McCaffrey or Williams or any other running back for the 101 I suppose you know cuz by then you know I mean things happen quick around here Javante Williams will be going into his third year Swift will be going into his fourth you know, then all of a sudden that dreaded age 27 is not that far away. And, you know, you got to act quick at this position. So, yeah, I think I would. Um, to me, it's Javante versus Swift for number two. 
And I probably would take the 101 for either one of them. I definitely would for any of the others, including my boy Najee, who worries me. Yeah. Um, what worries me about Javante is kind of like the, the quarterback conversation. Does his head coach know what he's doing? I, I mean, I, I don't love that situation. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's that team is hard to watch. Well, we talked about the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray in our previous segment. I really thought watching those games on Sunday that if if the Broncos lost and if the Cardinals lost and, and they both ended up winning those games, if those teams lost and, and went to 0-2, we could see both coaches fired. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly Kingsbury's been floated around as, mm-hmm. uh, as on the hot seat. Uh, I mean, when you're talking about Denver, Nathaniel Hackett, two games in, yeah, it's probably crazy to talk about him actually being fired. But the seat is getting warm for sure. I mean, oh, there, is, uh, there is a, a lot of pressure on him, um, like not just when it comes. Right, right. Not just when it comes to wins and losses, but just the performance on the field, taking those terrible penalties. Um, I mean, the fans it, have going to count back to, down the play clock for him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, mockingly, of course. It, but, it's not yeah. good. It is not good. Uh, I did talk to a couple Packers fans while I was there in Green Bay. We talked about uh, that game I got to go to yesterday. Um, and I, I asked them, you know, are you surprised Hackett is off to such a bad start here? And the overwhelming answer was no. <laughs> they were not surprised. Uh, after, yeah, so not not good for Nathaniel Hackett. And you're right, that that does have to have to impacts at least slightly Javante Williams value. I'm totally with you. Uh, I would take Bijan Robinson over any of these guys outside of Jonathan Taylor. Um, so if I could get that one Oh one pick, I would do it. Uh, even, even if I'm a contending team, I would do okay. it and, and then figure out the running back position from there. Um, and, but, but if we're just talking about players that are on the field right now, Swift is my RB two. Uh, Javante Williams would be my RB three, but I, we've got questions about both, which is really why I posed the question, sure. whether it's injury, you know, whether it's injury issues, usage issues, age issues, you look at the rest of this top 10 and RB six, Brees Hall, and then Eckler. And you know, here's a name we haven't, no, here's a name I haven't mentioned yet, but it certainly is deserving of being in the conversation. Saquon Barkley. Is is he in the running for the RB two spot? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think so as yeah. well. I mean, he looks great. His last year's injury was very fluky. Everyone wants to hold that against him, but I mean, that could happen to anybody. I just don't know where team he's going to play for next year. They probably do. You feel better him, currently? Right yeah. Do you feel better about Saquon Barkley's uh, current situation than you do about? Javante Williams? No. I mean, Javante's worth more to me than Barkley, but I think Barkley's got a really strong case right now to be number four. Okay. All right, so Barkley entering the season was RB8, still just 25 years old, uh, so he is certainly trending up. We could be talking about Taylor, Swift, and Barkley as the top three guys. Uh, you can throw Javante Williams into that category as well. But then we're looking at Najee Harris and McCaffrey and Brees Hall and Eckler and Dalvin Cook. 
as, as players who are losing value. Derrick Henry's off to a terrible start as well. Uh, a lot of those veteran running backs, just like we talked about with the quarterbacks, going the wrong direction. Super quick question for season. you. The, those last four or five you mentioned, Cook, Kamara, Henry, Najee even, would you trade all of them for the 1.02? I definitely would, Henry uh, and Cook. And... Yeah, yeah, I think I would. Um, I mean, again, we're talking about a stack class, whether that's a receiver like Smith and Jigba, uh, or if it's uh, uh, Jameer Gibbs yeah. from Alabama, who I like a lot, I think I could find somebody at, at 102 I would prefer to those running backs. So, that. yes, I would do that. So if you want to say Bijan is the dynasty RB2, uh, Jameer Gibbs yeah. might not be yeah, far so behind. Be or, or, or right, Yeah, right. absolutely. When we come back, we'll finish up the conversation and talk about the wide receiver position. I've been hitting my NFL bets heavy this year, and I've been doing really, really well. And the only place I, I place my bets are betonline.net. Uh, they've been a great friend to the Locked On Network for some time now, and they're the only, they're really the number one source for your pro and college football betting needs. Uh, find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, even a podcast. Uh, Bet Online is also your continued source for all your sporting wagering information. Live betting, esports, scores, they have all kinds of stuff going on there. Uh, the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite sports and events, including baseball, MMA, boxing, golf, and much, much more. Uh, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Matt, I posed the question on Twitter, who is the dynasty wide receiver for? If we are assuming the top three are Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and Cooper Cup, who is wide receiver four? Mm. So um, if you look at the options, C.D. Lamb was wide receiver three. I don't think anybody chose him as the as the answer here. So he's certainly losing value. The wide receiver four on that dynasty ADP entering the season might be the answer here. It's A.J. Brown. In fact, if you look at the age of these players, A.J. Brown is 25. Cooper Cup is 29. As great as Cup has looked the past two weeks and, and obviously all of last season. I'm not sure if he's my uh, yeah, you might prefer right. A.J. Brown or maybe even some of these other guys over Cooper Cup. So um, we'll, we'll just kind of put Cooper Cup aside right now. A.J. Okay. Brown. I mean, real quick, I think Cup versus Diggs for the veterans is a conversation. Well, what about Tyreek Hill? Who I'm a little lower on Tyreek and Adams. But, boy, so, Tyreek is so pretty t- darn good. I'm talking about the, the older guys. Yeah. You know, the guys been around. Right. Right. The... So yeah, almost almost kind of a tier to the to themselves. Yeah, yeah. Cup, Diggs, Hill, and Adams. Uh, for the record, Cooper Cup is actually the oldest of mm-hmm. that group, I believe. Um, uh, no, actually, I'm sorry, Devonte Adams just a few months older oh, okay. than him. So Adams, Cup, Diggs, and then Tyreek Hill is the youngest, 28 and a half years old. Um, let's 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 focus on the young yeah, guys. Yeah, here. yeah. AJ Brown, AJ Brown, 25 years old. Great start to his season. Absolutely. I mean, looks looks better 
you know, better than ever, honestly, and, and better than he did in Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill. Maybe we shouldn't be surprised at that, but there was some current concern about him switching teams. And uh, we talked about Jalen Hurts earlier, you know, what could he be the quarterback that carries A.J. Brown? I think we're quickly learning that, yes, he He'll can. Just fine, yeah. Um, yeah, some other options. Uh, Jalen Waddell. Um, what about Amon Ra St. Brown, Matt? Ooh, Is Amon Ra St. Brown in the running? I'm not far off. I mean, I find it funny because it wasn't too long ago, two, three weeks ago, where – Oh, Amon Ross St. Brown is only producing last year because they had nobody else and somebody has to yep. get the football. And, you know, we talked about that yesterday with Mooney. Just because you're the number one doesn't mean you have to get the football or do excel. St. Brown does something that's very important. He gets open time and time again. That's the key here, not who's around you. Receivers that get open are extremely valuable, and he has proven to me and to everyone that he gets open at a ridiculous rate. So he would not be in this conversation for me. But two months from now, maybe I'll change my mind and even skyrocket him more. I mean, his eight games or whatever he has going in a row here is ridiculous. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, he was in the conversation for a lot of people that responded to my question on Twitter. Many people mentioned St. Brown. I don't know if I'm ready to put him in that a little rich wide receiver four range myself but i did bump him way up way way up Uh, if you look at that adp i mentioned that's preseason he was wide receiver 17 36 overall so that that already represented a a pretty good value gain from the offseason or from the earlier part of the offseason but you look at the players that were ahead of him deontay johnson uh, i think he's He's certainly climbed ahead of him you know dj moore uh, I think it's yeah. probably fair to say St. Brown is, has overtaken more. Uh, but a, another guy here in, in this same range, he was wide receiver 15 in that ADP, is the rookie Drake London. Mm. Drake London certainly Impressive. rising yeah. and gaining some value. How high can we go with him? Uh, I, I don't think he's the wide receiver four either, but he might be a top 10 guy. Hadn't thought of it in that light. Definitely not the receiver four for me. I mean... I think the short answer for wide receiver four, maybe even wide receiver three, is A.J. Brown probably followed by Waddle. You know, I mean, to me, those ones okay. kind of stand out. Um, I, you know, a question to me would be more along the lines of, would you rather have Drake London or D.K. Metcalf? I, I think that's the neighborhood London's in right now. Yeah, that's fair, and, and honestly, that's that's the range he was in, uh, even in that preseason mm-hmm. ADP. But I like both uh, better Metcalf. now than then. You like Metcalf better now? Well, he's producing okay for these two weeks, and I'm thinking about next year. He's going to have Bryce Young throwing to him or something. Yeah, I mean, I get that. We're, we're that's a long way definitely away. expecting an upgrade, but, I mean, the, the wide receiver spot is just so crowded. Yeah. I mean, we've named you know, a dozen guys here that we really like and that are, that are gaining value. And unlike the running back position or the, or the quarterback spot, most of these guys that were in the top 12, the top 15, even the top 20, they're not losing value. No, you know, Deontay Johnson has been he's really good. Very yeah, good. He's looked great. He's been very yeah. good through two weeks. He's the wide receiver 16, but he might be getting pushed down because St. Brown has been so good. Bateman has been so yeah. good. Um, so, 
again, right. unlike some of those other positions, wide receiver is just loaded. If you look, if you say somebody's the wide receiver twenty right now, that's that's not a bad thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, DJ Moore might be the wide receiver twenty. I mean, like I was sitting here thinking, how high would I have the two Jets? I mean, Garrett Wilson looks like a superstar already, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I raved about Pickens; he hasn't done anything, but. I don't dislike him. Alave could have hit on a couple long balls this weekend and we'd be talking about him more. I mean, I, I love Drake London, but I, I don't I don't know where to put him. I'm, I'm, I think it's funny you put him in this conversation. He certainly deserves to be. His quarterback situation's a little rough going forward, you know, like Metcalf. That's kind of why I lumped them yeah. together. Um, but, boy, That's there's fair. a ton of them. You're right. I mean, Garrett Wilson might be the next Odell Beckham. Well, Garrett Wilson was another player who was mentioned uh, pretty often in those okay. responses. And I will say, I think I put that question out on uh, on Monday morning. So we were we were fresh off those games on Sunday. And Garrett Wilson was certainly impressive, as was Drake London. Uh, for the record, in that preseason ADP, Garrett Wilson was all the way down at wide receiver 34. Uh, Elijah Moore was wide receiver 24. Wilson is definitely a riser, uh, a top a top twenty wide receiver at the very least, probably more like top fifteen. Yeah, uh, it, it's just a crowded spot. It's it's a great time to be a wide receiver lover in dynasty <laughs> right now because there are so so many good ones. Uh, wide receiver four in dynasty, I think. I, yeah, you you said Brown and Waddle. I think I'm with you. Brown included Cooper Cup. He's, he's ahead of Cup right. for me, and I think Waddle's ahead of Cup too. Yeah, I, I think they, they would be for me also. Like I said, you, you almost put those veterans in their mm-hmm. own little group and uh, parse it out from there. Cup, uh, Diggs, Adams, and Tyreek, all four, have been so, so good to start the season. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. That is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube. And remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.